London Mob Girl was completely by accident. How did that happen? Talk us through how that, that came was about. Just meant to be, that was just meant to be an Instagram handle. I was just... Your uh, alter ego. Exactly. It was just meant to change my actual name from Cheryl Laidlaw to London Web Girl mm. to give me... Just to make me stand out a little bit yeah. online. An identity. Or, exactly. Yeah. And it was it was never meant to be a brand in itself. And then everyone started calling me my London Web Girl instead of my name. Hello and welcome to the Women of the Future podcast, a podcast made in collaboration with the Women of the Future programme, a platform built to unlock a culture of kindness and collaboration among leaders, as well as support and celebrate the successes of women. I'm Kim Rowell and I won the media category at their awards in 2018, in recognition of my continued work as a commissioner, producer and children's author, particularly within the mental health remit. I'll be talking to my guests on this podcast about their careers, who or what gave them their first big break, their successes, failures and inspirations along the way, and how they came to be a part of the Women of the Future Network. Cheryl Laidlaw is a website and graphic designer and also known by her alter ego, London Webgirl. Having started her own business at 26, it evolved to become website in a day, offering clients just that, the ability to create their own website in one single day. Through her London Webgirl brand, Cheryl is able to share her passion for elevating women in tech to her tens of thousands of followers on social media. Cheryl was highly commended in the entrepreneur category at the Women of the Future Awards in 2018. I grew up in West London. I had, I say, a fairly normal upbringing. I had a, a sibling, one sister, mum and dad in the outskirts of London. Mm. Yeah, I went to primary school, state school, and, and a normal high school, I suppose. I actually loved school, even though I had dyslexia. Mm. So I did struggle, but I still loved it. I didn't even know that I had an issue, obviously, very young. So I did struggle at school. When did they not. notice it? Is it something they pick up on with yeah, like your reading and writing skills? Yeah, or? I reckon they picked it up straight away, but yeah. they didn't have a description on it. There was no, at least I can't remember it being discussed. I just remember having extra help with my reading and writing, and I'd have to go to more reading classes than yeah. the others. But yeah, I did struggle. But when I went into secondary school, it was probably art and IT that really excited me, and then the rest were pretty boring, or I yeah. used to dread. So you've always been quite creative. Mm. Is that what you studied at uni, that kind of I, creative arts? Yes, and communication. What did I study? <laughs> <laughs> How long ago was it, Cheryl? <laughs> it was a long time ago now. 14 years ago. Did you go to uni in London? Yeah, I went to Westminster. Yeah. So you've always kind of been like London centric? Yes. Is that on purpose? Yeah. Or, yeah. Um, a, li- a little bit. I think, so I didn't know what I wanted to do when I left school and I was still deciding, even though I went to college and did art and design course, there wasn't much I could walk into after I'd finished that course. So right. I had to really rethink my path. In the meantime, I went and had a year out and worked locally just to get some money in whilst I was thinking and in that time I think I was offered about three or four jobs and I turned all of them down. Um, Within the industry you wanted to move into? No, no, exactly. No, it was just sort of accounts admin kind of thing and I knew that that definitely wasn't for me even though I kept getting these offers 
So you knew what you didn't want? I, I definitely yeah, knew yeah. what I didn't want. I just knew I had to go back to university and do something a little bit of the mix. So I called the university, a university, and I thought, oh, do you know what, Westminster? Sounds great. Let's go there. <laughs> and um, I was two weeks late, so I was going through clearing at this stage. And I called up and said, I'd like to... I don't even remember what I said. Is this because you were indecisive? Yeah, yeah. Or that you were just, like, putting it uh, off? No, no and, I think... You just wanted to make sure in your head that you were doing the right thing? I actually got called into the managing director's office of the job that I was working in and he said to Cheryl you clear <laughs> you know what you exactly you know you don't want to do and mm. um, maybe you should go back to uni so I called the uni up to, to get information and I accidentally got put through to the graphic design department ah. so a bit of fate really serendipity yeah right there yeah do you think I had this conversation with someone else the other day that we're made to make choices about university and further education when we haven't really discovered who we are yes. or what we want. Because mm. I find it really, really, you're really young, aren't mm. you? Like 19, 20, normally, around yeah. that kind of age. And I think if I went back now and had gave myself some time, I'd probably reconsider it all yeah. a little bit or think... I know, obviously, things have changed an awful lot since I went to uni, but I think I'd probably make a different decision when I was 25 as opposed to when I was 20. Yeah, definitely. Do you, do you agree with 100% that? 100% agree. I mean, yeah. I know I had the year out to decide, yeah. but... I would really appreciate some, I don't know, a coach to come in and help. I know some schools do have career, career advisors. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I didn't, and it wasn't really until I stepped outside of education that I knew I had to step back in. Mm. Yeah, you're like, I actually probably need <laughs> my, op- yeah, my options are a bit, you know. Yeah. I think I fell into something that I genuinely do love, luckily, mm. but I could have done with some guidance. I think it was then f- quite fortuitous that you stumbled across the yes. graphic design yes. department. You know, it, was you a, it was a nice mix of IT and design, so yeah. I probably heard of it but didn't yeah. know much about the subject. So did they kind of have to explain to you what it was or did you obviously have a no, pretty well, strong idea of what you were getting I, letting no, yourself in for? <laughs> I just turned up the next day. <laughs> I the interview this. was the next day at <laughs> 10 o'clock, so I just said yes. Turned up, I had my portfolio left over from college. It was like, yeah, great, you can start now. With wow. The class starts in five oh, minutes. Oh, literally that same day? <laughs> yeah. That same day? Yeah, so I was like, okay, okay, right. Oh, and then that was so it. Still not, you still weren't entirely convinced? Or you thought, I'll just roll with this? Um, I think I was rolling with it at the time, but it, it felt right. <laughs> mm. So how long did you study for? A couple of years? Or? Yeah, three years. Yeah. And then went out into the big wide world. I did. And I did. what happened? So, the last month of the university, most of the unis would start putting the CVs together and start preparing you up mm. to get you ready for a job. And my uni was no different. And we had three or four people come in from our industry and tell us about what it's like to work in the industry and how hard you have to work, this mm. and the other. And this one particular lady came in, I remember it so well, and she said, only 10% of you will get a job in graphic design. And Thanks for that. Yeah, yeah my heart sank, thinking, oh my God, I've just done three years and this woman is telling me that there is a 10% chance that I might get a job in graphic design. This was the first time you'd heard that? First time I'd ever heard it. I don't even know if it was a true fact. I was going to say, where did she get that I stat know, from? Who, know, who knows, right? Mm-hmm. And... I made sure, I mean, it was the following week is when we all left and I put my CV on 
fluorescent lime green pink and yellow paper and Lovely. sent it to every single graphic designer. Do you know company. what? I did the same. <laughs> did you? Yeah, when I left university, I, I worked in a petrol station for nine months having studied broadcast journalism. Yeah. And I was I didn't couldn't get a job. I literally couldn't get a job. And I thought, how what is gonna make me stand out? I wanted to get a job at Newsround. Right. Oh, I, really like, <laughs> I thought I wanted to read the news, obviously that didn't pan out. But um so I put it on purple paper and they rang me. It works, it works, guys. Do it. <laughs> top, top tip. <laughs> Maybe not if it's, I don't know, serious banking or something yeah. a little bit more austere. Yeah, and I don't know about that. Maybe there would still, could still work. Get some of those nice work. little quilted paper. You know, oh, nice. It's a bit fancy. <laughs> That's the other thing, is that when I get a nice business card, if it's like embossed or yes. it's really thick, that stuff makes out. the difference, right? So do you think, I've seen you on a LinkedIn profile and things like that, you give little tips. Is I that, do. Is that something that you would advise people to do? Or did, um, I mean, it work, did it work for you? I mean, that's probably down to personal branding and making sure you stand out. Mm. And so I would advise if anyone's to do a whole brain dump of yeah. facts within your industry to make you stand out, give you a little bit more gravitas, and then mm. you'll become the go-to expert in your industry. Make sure it's appropriate as well, right? You know, because not everyone's going to want a lime green CV landing in. Oh. Also, these are the days I would imagine as well when you still posted your CV somewhere. Well, maybe you could so. still post it just to stand out when everyone else is uh, emailing. I like mail. Posts yeah. is very underrated. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so you then went into overdrive. Oh, yes. After having been told that you had no chance of exactly. getting a job, you just thought, "Sod you! I'm going to prove you wrong." I'm definitely yeah. going to get one. Okay. I'm going to be in that. 10% yeah. if I have to literally work for free and I did work for free for four months and eventually they gave me a job. I think that's what people don't realise, you have to go out of your way and you have to really dedicate yourself and go above and beyond Yes. because in your instance you were told 10% but you no, know, I work in media yeah. and I was always paranoid that if I didn't take that job or that do something for free yeah. or work for peanuts, like I think my first salary was 10 and a half grand. I thought, well, if I didn't do was that... Was that out of uni? Yeah. Oh, it, was, it was insane. I had to live at home. It's not all about me, clearly. But um, <laughs> I was driving from Barnstable to Plymouth, which was a two-hour journey there and a two-hour oh, journey right. back, because my parents didn't charge me rent, earning ten and a half grand, all because <gasps> I just thought, I if I don't do this, someone else will. So, yeah, it's, it's what you want, isn't it? And the desire and the hunger yeah. and, you know, you, in your case... Exactly. committed to the four months hoping that if you worked hard enough they'd appreciate your talent yes but again i wouldn't have got the next job if i hadn't done the job before that for free so where did you end up working then i so i did jump ship for a year mm. and then they actually asked me back a year later and to match the salary oh wow yeah so i came back so really i, I was only ever really with the same agency for about four years okay and that's when i went off my own. And this is all in web design? Yeah. So what kind of things were you doing to start off with? It's pretty similar to the same things I'm doing today. So yeah. going into businesses, looking at their branding, looking at how we can improve their web presence and mm. their social media channels, how we can improve their business cards so they stand yeah, out yeah. and make sure that their stationery is all on brand and you know that they stand out for the right reasons, not yeah. the wrong ones. And so that is kind of where you are now as well, but yeah. obviously within your own right, because yeah. it's your own company. It is. Is that yeah. right? So tell us more about what you do now. So I run a web uh, graphic design agency, digital agency, where we do exactly what I just said before. We've been running 10 years at the end of this year. It's amazing. Yeah. Started in 2010. 
I can't believe the time's gone. Mm. And we work with all kinds of clients from, you know, the medical industry to the property industry. Really a nice variety of lovely clients. Okay. So lucky. Individuals as well? Or is yeah, it? individuals yeah. as well. People that want to work on their personal brand. So what I'm finding now is people have jobs, but they know that there is a place for them individually in the world of LinkedIn and mm. Instagram, and they want to make sure that they stand out when they move on to their next role or they could be started to do speaking events and if they're not being represented by their company or business it's down to themselves to build their profile yeah, build their yeah. profile exactly. do you find there's a lot of business in them um, what they call like the side hustle in people oh, wanting yeah. to for example i've written a book or you know people yeah. wanting to branch out and yeah, do, I do the other bits that they're passionate about whatever yes. that may be because yes. it's a very wide and beautiful world that we live in but, i get yeah. a lot of clients yeah. like that actually and i've got one at the moment that we've done a beautiful website for it's all the branding's signed off and we're oh. ready to go but she hasn't left the job yet yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. Right, so she's literally waiting. So she's literally to... waiting in the next couple of weeks. That's pretty. So it's really and then quite like common. Press go and off. She, and yeah. Off she goes. And off she goes. Literally. Yeah. Fantastic. Website in a day. So you're with a creative design agency now. Is this the one that you started, the Real Design? Group? Well, Real Design Group is the original company. That is just sort of like the top umbrella of encompasses everything okay and you've branched out with website in a day i've branched out website in a day and london web girl okay i've got another industry that sort of concentrates on the medical industry as well but that's for another day but yes okay. website in a day is the one that's been the most successful brand and does it do what it says on the tin you it, literally it does exactly sit down that. with someone and build a website for them in a day exactly that yeah what, what are the challenges in that i mean there must be so is, is that even possible? To me, that sounds brilliant for in the first instance. Yeah. There must be a lot that that encompasses or that lot for you to get through in a day. Yeah, so it's all down to the planning. I have a whole process that we go through. So when I sit down with the client, I take the brief and then I'll go away and I'll design two web design concepts mm. and then they choose the one they like or we mash them together or you know okay. they can make suggestions. Yeah. So a lot of the work, the prep work is done before. And then I set them up with their hosting and if they need the main name, etc., etc. Mm. And then on the day, we build the chosen design from scratch, and we go live at five thirty. That's really exciting, <laughs> isn't it? I think having that deadline and the, yeah. imme the immediacy yes. of it, like looming, and that must be quite like palpable. Yes, and that might. So those days are really high energy. Clients always excited. I'm excited <laughs> because they're excited, and then. You go home with a big fat smile on your face. Do you get like, an adrenaline rush? So, uh, I'm sure it's very organised. Yeah. Do, like a process. No, 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 driven, you're right. But there must be, still be like, oh, God. Three o'clock. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three o'clock. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's, sort of like, <laughs> that's the point. Are we, we going to do this? Am I going to have a website in two mm. and a half hours? So, yeah. That's great. Is there a moment or a person in your career that you think might have been the moment when you thought this is a break for me this is I've got through here this is not a game changer but this is really significant for me there's definitely been moments in the 10 years where my brain has opened I know that sounds crazy <laughs> <laughs> sounds perfectly normal to me but my brain has opened up to different ways of thinking that has just overwhelmed me yeah <laughs> does that make sense yeah 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 what kind of thing um 
think barriers like speaking in public mm. at the beginning I couldn't even I mean I could speak face to face with anyone and yeah. do training that's fine yeah. but ask me to speak to a group of 10 people or more and I would have ran for the hills same with talking on camera so there must have been a trigger or something in the last 10 years that's are made you, you're not a nervous person though are you or? no but before yeah years ago oh my god yes so have you done a lot of work then have you worked with people to kind of overcome that or is it just experience i have worked on my speaking i did a yeah. course about four years ago and I used the skills to this day but mm. I didn't speak for at least two years so I didn't actually use those skills I remember them mm. but I didn't actually use them until you think it's about practice it's all about like literally doing it and thinking on oh, talking too I fast I, I need know. to connect with the audience the experts would say yes yeah. and say yes to everything mm. I spoke, they, they also said say yes to every speaking event no matter how small who and, were you speaking to were it like big things it yeah. could be anything so I was asked to speak at a school oh, you know okay. little careers oh, day nice. it was a primary school and that was my first that's a tough crowd though they well. are a tough crowd Ooh. So that was my first speaking event that okay. I said yes to, and I would have just said no, no way, <laughs> hell no. But I said yes, and okay. then, of course, because you're putting it out there to the universe, it came back in abundance. Yes, abundance. <laughs> so all the work you, you've done, is there anything or one thing in particular? I know you're still you're still going. You yeah, stopped, yeah, yeah. But is there anything in particular that you're particularly proud of? I think it's. Probably not my actual client's work, I would say the actual brand that I've built. So London Mob Girl was completely by accident. How did that happen? Talk us through how that, that came was about. Just meant to be, that was just meant to be an Instagram handle. I was just... Your I, alter ego. Exactly. It was just meant to change my actual name from Cheryl Laidlaw to London Mob Girl mm. to give me just to make me stand out a little bit yeah. online an identity this, or, exactly yeah. and it was it was never meant to be a brand in itself and then everyone started calling me my London Mob Girl instead of my name that's it, exciting yeah it really did How snowball did it, when did it start to really take off was there a it was two, something happened or? it was about two or three years ago now and I started gaining followers I, I, I could see that the name just gave me so much gravitas yeah without even trying i really did think about the name i was like right i'm gonna change my name to something but both of those things like london web girl and website in a day mm. they do what it says in the tin yeah so do you think like simplicity oh every time is the key every time everyone tries to overcomplicate their name to their business or, or be smart or, yeah, yeah don't be smart and they come to me afterwards as well and they've oh, I've got my name and i'm like oh god here we what go is it gonna be? yeah yeah when actually i wish they would come before <laughs> you can help them and be like, okay, guys. Yeah, calm down. <laughs> let's, let's this is not going to work. You know? yeah. yeah, and lots of people put limited in their name. Is that just because they think, I'm a company now, yeah. I need oh, to I need be to, need to, yeah. registered and... Yeah, it's just that's limited in. It's like, why have you added limited to your name as yeah. a business? And now you've got, is it 30,000 followers on Instagram? Yeah, Sunday, yeah. How about, like we were talking before about LinkedIn, so is, oh, yeah. is, link, is that a big space for you or not as... Yeah, I think um, LinkedIn, you get more reach now. At the moment, I can get a, a better reach on LinkedIn. So I've focused my efforts a little bit more on that recently, okay. for exactly that reason. Is that by giving tips or is that by writing essays or how do you approach... Both. I, I, write, I write articles mm. and I do 
daily tips or, yeah. like, or did you know or just to make me stand out and I'd probably get about two or three LinkedIn requests a day. Wow. That's a lot, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it sounds like a lot. I don't yeah. really know what I'm basing I mean, I d- my I judgment never, of that on. But. I didn't really focus my time on that before. Mm. Um, so I think it's a lot. How did you start working with Women of the Future? I was nominated by a good friend of mine and client. I was nominated for the Entrepreneur of the Year 2008. 18? Last year. Yes, last year. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. (laughs) And I love what the women in future, what they live for, what they work for. Pinky is inspirational. Mm -hmm. So as soon as they said, do you want to be involved in their ambassador campaign or... You know their work that they do. Was, I was they go around in. schools and yeah. they get experts within certain fields to go and talk to the the children about their experiences and life decisions and all of that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. So you I do was, that. I was in. Yeah. <laughs> in a heartbeat. In. Yeah. I just yeah. thought it was great and it's great to give back. Because you kind of fall into STEM, don't you? Really, in the work yeah. that you do to an extent. Do you find that? Speaking to girls in schools, it's helpful for them to see people like yourself who are doing well and, you know, a lot of it you've done off your own back and you're making a name for yourself. Do you find that that they're responsive to that and that's the kind of guidance that they're looking for? I hope so. Yeah. Because I was once that... You were once that girl? Yeah. Because I accidentally fell into it. (laughs) I would love to encourage or give encouragement that you can also do that too because I struggled. And actually, you just need to find something that you that you love, which is, as we've discussed, is harder. But you were saying before that you didn't have that guidance when you were at school. So do you now feel that this is you paying it back to yeah. the future generation yeah, exactly. of what you would have liked to have seen, exactly that, or experienced yourself? I have some quick fire questions. Okay. What would you describe as your greatest success? Website in a day. And your greatest failure. Do you see the failure for what it is? Because it's not necessarily black and white. Exactly. We're allowed a little bit grey now, aren't we? Yeah. Like a learning experience or something to build on. Or Failure. It's quite harsh, the word failure, I think. Yeah. I failed in not promoting myself personally or giving myself enough credit in the beginning in the first five years of business. Right. And again, this comes down to confidence yeah. and actually believing in yourself. And even though I was more than capable of doing the job five, ten years ago, I think I could have stepped it up a lot sooner and I could have been a little bit further a lot sooner. Yeah. Why <laughs> does that make sense? Yeah, why didn't you, do you think? What were the kind of, what Again, I don't you know. I don't know if it's that trigger point in your brain that goes, no, I am good enough. Yeah. And I don't know when that was. When do you think, did you needed like some kind of validation? Yeah. Or when did that come? about two three years ago really yeah do you think it's something that's inherent in women because i hear a lot of this from women and that they doubt mm-hmm. their sem- their selves or their abilities or the imposter syndrome i'd like to and, think not or the above i suppose it's the same for men as yeah. well you can't be too yeah black and white as i was saying earlier but yeah i think men struggle as much but we we talk about it <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> love a chance the mantra of the women of the future is kindness and collaboration. Mm-hmm. What does that mean to you in both your personal and professional life? Mm-hmm. We were talking before we started recording it. You work with like Albright and places mm. like that, and you 
pay it forward again in the sense that you get women in a room to network. Part of your work now is facilitating things like that. Yeah. Did you see beautiful things when women collaborate? Definitely. I actually think that joining and being a part of the Women of the Future Network has made me really think about that even more because, mm. you know, now that I've been around for 10 years and do know what I'm doing, I can give back. So, I mean, I collaborate more. Liz and I do the networking reviews to help out. And again, we just do that to help out other businesses. And they can mm. sort out what networking is like and we can just give reviews online on our YouTube channel. Also, in my industry, I feel when I was in a job that everyone was out, you know, every design for themselves. So if it were, if we were designing for a logo or a web design, it'd be put out to the designers, and then it wouldn't be so much of a team. I felt it was very much like right, who's going to get this job and who's going to win it. Even though there was no pr there was no prize, it was just it was your design that went up. I don't know if it's different in in different agencies, but hopefully not. In that they do work as a team, they can collaborate and work together. So if anyone asks me anything technical or design related, I always do try and reply and let them know or tell them or you know if it's too long, I can say you know I can't, I can't put this in Instagram. I get quite a lot of questions on Instagram. So I do try and help them out as much as possible because I never had that, again, I never had that help. Mm. And someone wasn't kind enough. Even resources online, I can remember, I went back in the day when, so just to find a website with that two fantastic fonts. And that link would be, don't tell anyone about this link because they'll know and their work would be better than yours. But actually, come on, everyone can benefit from this link. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, of course. Like, what's the point in keeping it all to yourself? Yeah. And not being collaborative and sharing yeah. or just putting that information out into the wider stratosphere? Because there isn't really much to be gained over having that font. You know, I suppose it's scalable, isn't it? I suppose some information is quite private and you yeah. probably do want to use it to your advantage, to an extent. extent. But I mean, I always just feel that everything that you can put out like I think from what you've told me throughout this interview is that every time you've seen something that you've not quite enjoyed or you wanted it to be different you've then been the antithesis of that in you know speaking to girls in schools or yeah. helping people when they have questions and that seems like you wouldn't go out of your way to do that if it wasn't things that made you happy or positive yeah or yeah I had no one to ask these questions to mm. and even starting a business it's a minefield yeah you just you do hope for the best in the beginning. Mm. You do, you, you do. Is Liz your partner in the business? No, she no, she is. She has a payroll company and uh, okay. um, is completely the opposite. So when we said, again, this is back in at Christmas last year, we wanted to be on video and practice our video skills, mm. talking to camera, and I said you ought to do it too. And she said, well, why don't we do something together where mm. we can have fun and give back and... Moral support as well. Exactly. Yeah. And we met networking, so we thought, right, mm. we'll think of a name. So yeah. Work the Room is our name. Mm. And, we, yeah, we go into networking events, give them a good review. Yeah. Never a bad review. <laughs> Constructive yeah, criticism. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and then practice our camera skills. And now you've taken that forward and that's the content that you do with Albright? Yeah, so the, off the back of that, we now hold a networking event ourselves mm. at the Albright once a month. Brilliant. Yeah. 
And if anyone wants to go, is that just all the information on your Instagram? Or? It usually comes up on my Instagram, okay. or you go to the Albright and type in Work the Room. And that's just people that want to network and connect and exactly. within the digital space? Or is it a no, little, no. little bit of everything? It, it, yes, we've got so many different industries that turn up, so it's lovely. Is there anything that scares you? Every day. <laughs> no, not every day. Um, this is a good question. Not being paid scares me. <laughs> is that hard as a freelancer? Is it, I mean, you must, that must be a yeah. massive pain in the bum. Yeah, you have to really manage and... You have to stay on top of it as well. Yeah. It's kind of your prerogative almost, yeah. isn't it? Even though you've given someone a service, yeah. you then have to ask them to... Yeah, then you've got to ask for the money. Oh, this always bothers me. I'm curious about this. Is, mm. this like, is this a real bugbear of you? Or how do you manage it? Um, I try and... Everything's set up front, so you pay... When the website goes li- like before it, oh, the like website goes live, so you pay like a bit first, and yes. then okay, and then you pay at the end. The you know, yeah. but sometimes it can be challenging. People say oh, I didn't quite get what I wanted out of it. They make excuses. No, 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 or, no, not no. Just, are most people quite honest? Just, and, no, yeah. But, yeah, just oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm not paid you. Oh okay, but no, that's <laughs> I wouldn't actually say that's the worst. I would actually just say the pressures of running a business and you always ask yourself am I doing this right can I do more because you're your own worst critique I suppose is it hard when you're self-employed as well because you know that the onus is on you to go out and get the business yeah. and build the rapport and the relationships yeah. that's why you have to continuously do the networking continuously yeah. do the social media continuously get your face out there it's exhausting it sounds exhausting it, it is, it is. <laughs> and people say to me oh you have the best life you're always yeah. at these fancy do's and yeah some of them are fancy some of them aren't but i get home at 11 o'clock at night not every night but do you think there's a little longevity to that can you project forward and see yourself in 10 years time and see yourself still doing that? I think it's what I know. I Mm. don't know any different. Mm. If you said, could you see yourself at nine to five in the next 10 years? I know where I'd rather be, but everyone is different. And I've got into this way of life where I don't know where I'm having for lunch. And I don't know, you know, (laughs) I'm sometimes just grabbing stuff on the way just so (laughs) so Mm. that you can have something in your body because you've got the next meeting. Need energy. Turns up, yeah. yeah. And then there's those very odd occasions where you just might take a day off and you feel guilty all day long. <laughs> so you're it's sitting ridiculous. there in your pyjamas thinking... <laughs> do you ever, did you ever do that? Do you ever sit in your pyjamas yeah, yeah, I do and that. watch I do that Netflix? Mm, or? No, no. I sit in my pyjamas and work, which is are not you, healthy. Are you every... constantly on the go? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that what makes... Obviously, that is what makes you you, but also does that get you going? Because I find yes. like the biggest kick in life is when you're pumped and yeah. you're productive and you feel like you're achieving something and you're going somewhere. Yeah. Is that you? That's me. But all the time? Yeah. It's not on the weekends, though. I don't work weekends. Okay, good. This People is good. are quite shocked. This is, no, this is good to know. <laughs> you know, I work, quite a lot. I work my butt off in the week and in the, in the, on the weekends, it's just me time. What do and you family do? time, family yeah. and friends. Right. Literally, I've got a diary that goes next six weeks, that I, you know, so I can see friends and people that have moved across country and family, and making sure I'm still present in their lives. Do you have to be super organised? Yeah. Like, 
not I think, I was going to say Filofax, like it's, it's not the 80s, but you know, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I think it's know. a game changer, actually. Mm. Just managing your diary and being super, super. I hate people when people are late. I find mm. it really disrespectful. They can ruin my day. Because it sets you back. It's not yeah. quite effect. Yeah. I had some of this. <laughs> yeah, quite. I had someone this morning who was like, oh, I'm going to be late. And I was like, well, I'm sorry, I've got like consecutive mm. things today. So mm-hmm. we're either going to have to cancel or rewrite. Right. And then it all of a sudden he turned up on time. So I was like, well. There we are. Oh, that's a bit strange. Yeah. So when you are, when you do pull the strings or you pull yeah. rank up a little bit, I don't know. Maybe sometimes you need to be, like you say, like people being late. It is a the knock-on effect. Then not necessarily ruins your day. But if you've got other stuff set up, yeah. so sometimes you do have to be yeah, quite totally. firm, don't How you? Well, I've got like, half an hour with you now. I'm yeah. really sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be quite like, firm about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I've gone off subject. I forget what the question was. Sorry. It scares you. You like spiders? Yeah, yeah, they don't bother me. No? Um, Cracks in the road, ladder, walking under the ladder. Oh, no, not superstitious. Flying, you are flying? Yeah. There we are. I don't like needles. I had my, uh, I had, I had my vaccinations for um, India. No, I did. Oh, it's just painful. <laughs> yeah. They do, but sometimes you jab. It like, literally just feels like something's in your arm, seeping in your veins. To be honest with you, I didn't even feel it. Oh, there you are. I was panicking over nothing. Right, last question. What's left on your to-do list? I haven't got my list with me. Um, Do you have things like way in the future yeah. and then things that are a little bit closer yeah. and so it's all a bit tangible as to where you want to get to? What's on my list? So I want my freedom of the city. Okay. That's closer because I've just become a freeman but then I, you have to become a liverman. This sounds like it's quite an arduous thing to... How does that work? I don't even, I'm not even sure how that works. <laughs> You don't know, guys. You might have to Google. Yeah, yeah so I'm part of the marketers. Right. Again, it's giving back to the community and... So you have to earn your stripes. Yeah, you have to earn yeah. your stripes. and Rightly so. Yeah. It's a great industry to be, you know, obviously marketers, they've got one for plumbers, mm. they've got one for... Yes, you know, all industry. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, Freeman of the City, I would eventually like an OBE or an MBE. That's like long term. Yeah. Go. Prime Minister? Oh, we could do no, one. no, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I would like to be on the Gary V show. The what show? The Gary V show. I've not heard of that. What is that? He's, have you not heard of Gary V? No. Who <laughs> <laughs> is, 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 is it he? Yeah. Yeah. What does he do? He's. What does he do? <laughs> he is probably a social media expert. Have a look him up. Okay. And he's kind of like one of my... Is he in the UK? No. America. He's a bit much. Is he? Yeah. He's Is he completely much. out there? Yeah. Sounds like Love fun. It. He's a bit Marmite. Okay. So Some he... of the, most of the best people are. If that's true, that's yeah. true. Uh, I've got a list about this long for my future, but I can't, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You stay in London? Mm-hmm. Any plans to... Yeah, all right. Well, now I'm London Web Girl. I'm kind of stuck here. Yeah, but then you can take London Web Girl, have the New York branch, have the LA branch, the Sydney, Singapore. I haven't really thought that far. I could do anywhere, really. Social media accounts now. Yeah. We're giving people ideas. Don't do it. Don't do that. Be happy, I suppose. Yeah, do you know what? As long as you're happy, nothing else really matters. And it's great to have goals to work towards. I usually have a 12-week plan where I do bits and pieces every month so that I can then work towards the 12-week goal, which is a great idea. I I can't remember my goals. 
But I do have them. I should have them. Like literally, I'm you have some constantly tattooed up your arm. I'm not sure the Queen would be too impressed. <laughs> 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 just like scratch off it's your tattoo. Maybe not. Cheryl, it's been a lot of fun speaking to you. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Women of the Future podcast. If you enjoyed it, please hit the subscribe button. And while you're there, why not give us a rating and review? You know you want to. For more about the Women of the Future Awards, network and initiative, please visit www.womenofthefuture.co.uk. See you soon.